0: Hello, InFight Sands viewers and listeners. I'm your co-host today, Junior. I am the co-host of MMA Social Squad on Instagram. And today I get to be the co-host with one of my best buddies, Timmy B. Before we start, wherever you're watching or listening to this podcast, please hit that subscribe button, hit that like button and make sure to give us a five-star review on today's episode. We talk to a reality TV star turned boxer a possible Royal Rumble, Eldo's retirement, and so much more. Tim, hit it.
1: Our guest today first gained notoriety on the E! docuseries Life of Kylie of Kardashian fame. When Kylie accompanied him to the prom, he then turned to boxing in a move to improve every aspect of his life, he began training in boxing with a three-time world champion for his first fight, where he scored a second round knockout. And on October 15th, he returns. He makes his sophomore appearance with celebrity boxing. But first, he's here to chat with us. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the podcast,
2: Albert Ochoa. Hey, how's it going?
1: What's up, brother? How are you?
2: I'm doing well, doing well.
1: Good, good. No wonder you're a reality star. Look how handsome you are. It's ridiculous. <laughs> thanks,
2: thanks. Trying.
1: Try. Yeah, yeah. So, Albert, uh, for those that don't know you already, mm-hmm. um, you were on a reality show. There's a whole bunch of stuff there, which I'm sure you've talked okay. about to death, I'm assuming. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, a Yeah, a lot. <laughs> All right.
1: Yeah, yeah. So now you are a celebrity boxer. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it means to be a celebrity boxer. Are you planning to be a boxer full-time?
2: Okay. Um, so believe it or not, uh, I am actually boxing full-time. I box every day. Uh, I actually moved to Las Vegas, the face of boxing, or the city of boxing, uh, to take this sport. Uh, you know, I took I took it serious in my last camp with, you know, my last trainer, uh, you know, three-time world champion, uh, Tony the Tiger. Um, and, you know, I'm taking it serious again. But I think here, you know, you learn a lot more. You're with bigger names you're with more professionals and uh yeah i am taking it serious you know this uh is another exhibition under celebrity boxing promotion um so after this you know i do plan on you know having a professional fight um which is pretty big you know i've, I've improved a lot you know i'm working with more champions and you know uh, i'm just glad i have a platform you know a big platform to uh share and show my improvements and uh you know for this next fight
1: That's awesome, man, because when I first saw you and I saw that you were boxing and I looked at your profile, I was like, Mm -hmm. all right, this is like the next young thing, right? Like this is the next hot prospect in boxing. And then I'm like celebrity boxing. I'm like, no, this guy does not look like what you think of celebrity boxing. Like you look like you're taking it legit. You're taking it serious. So it's very interesting to hear. We had on the podcast uh, before this episode airs, we had on the podcast Brady Bunch. Okay. Who is yeah. fighting on the same card as you and is actually fighting your last opponent.
2: Okay. Got it.
1: Got it. And, yeah. Br- and Brady Bunch was saying their plan as well is to be, is to go pro and they plan to go into professional kickboxing or Muay Thai or MMA. Nice, so, nice. yeah. So I like it that you're using this as a stepping stone and to get your feet mm-hmm. wet in it. Um, what's some of the things that you've been learning?
2: Like what, have what, what have you been realizing about the boxing world? Um, you know, I've realized, you know, so much, you know, starting my career, you know, working with world champions is, you know, it's a blessing. It's very special, you know, because, you know, the boxers I meet and, you know, you know, they work their whole lives, you know, from them, you know, from them being a kid, you know, to work and just to keep building up. So for me to get this opportunity and, um, you know, to, and yeah, just get this opportunity, you know, it's special. It's very, you know, it's a blessing and I'm very humble with this experience um but you know i'm learning a lot you know i'm learning you know you have to take this sport serious you got to do it every single day you have to even if you're not in the gym you still have to watch what you're doing outside the gym so that's why like i'm home i'm resting um uh, you know i've lost 55 pounds so you know the diet's huge um there's so much you know uh, i'm still learning a lot you know because i'm still new um uh, but going into the second training camp is just you know it's just special you know that's that's what i could really say it's special and um it's a blessing you know that's like, awesome. I'm, uh, this is people's dreams, you know, to move to Las Vegas, to uh, train with a world champ, to train yeah. in a professional boxing gym. And for me to do it from where I'm from is, uh, you know, special and it's a blessing.
1: Nice, man. And what is the gym? Just to give them a shout out. What gym are you with?
2: Um, it's, it's a city athletic boxing. It's right here in Las Vegas, uh, okay. Boulevard, Boulevard, right in front of the Trump, uh, Trump Hotel or Trump Tower. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a great gym. You know, a lot of big names are there um you know a a lot of world champions go there so for me to be a part of that is uh you know I'm very glad
1: nice nice and we asked you before the podcast started we said do Mm -hmm. you have a nickname and you Mm -hmm. said no now you're not allowed to give yourself a nickname that's a rule I don't know if you know that you're not allowed to give yourself a nickname has anyone has anyone
2: flirted with ideas of nicknames for you uh I mean yeah people flirted with names but for me I, I don't know I just uh for me and like my brand. So like some people have called me King, you know, but uh, because uh, that, you know, my little brother's name is King, my grandfather before he passed away with his middle name was King. Um, and you know, for me, I like that aspect, you know, of the King and the royalty look, just because uh, I, I, that's just my brand. You know, I feel like, you know, you have to be confident in that name and you have to be different. And I feel like I'm very different from a lot of people. So that's, that's awesome. what I had on my last shorts uh, was King Ochoa on the belt line. Um, and it was special, you know, it was, it was good, you know, especially for my family.
1: Damn. I like that. I like that name. That's a good one, man. Good for you. Um, now you're a young guy. How old are you? Uh, I I'm 22. Okay. So 22 years old, junior and I live in Toronto, Canada. We're freezing cold. We're freezing cold half the year. We've got (laughs) nothing going on up here, Albert. You're 22 years old living the life reality TV star moving to Vegas, the city of sin, you're mm-hmm. trying to be a professional boxer. How do you maintain focus with all the stuff around you?
2: Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. A lot of people ask that. And, you know, my team, you know, they, they I, you know, I, I just want it. You know, I, I, I see myself being huge. I see myself having, you know, bigger fights, having that big professional debut. You know, I'm very different. I think I'm very marketable. Um, you know, my story is different. You know, I have, the, I have great people around me. Um, you know, I just... I just you know I'm just different you know I really want this and despite what people say if I take it serious or not you know my my work ethic shows you know my trainer wouldn't train me you know why would a world champion train you if you're not taking it serious that's right. never going to happen um especially in this sport um you know and uh, I I just take it serious you know I I'm I'm literally at the gym and then I'm going home resting and then I have to focus on my diet like there there's really nothing else right now this is what I want and uh, I'm showing people that this is, yeah, this is what I want, and it's showing in the gym. And I feel like I've improved so much just even being out here.
1: Nice, man. States. Now you say, now you say, you know, who, why would someone train you if you're not taking it serious? Mm-hmm. I do have, I do have to throw something out there. Did you watch Jake Paul versus Ben Askren? Yeah, I did. Okay, Ben Askren had a big name coach behind him, didn't he? Have, uh, didn't he have Freddie Roach behind him?
2: Yeah, I actually think he did. Pretty much is a legend out here. He's a legend in general. I mean, um,
1: I mean did Asprin train even one day, Albert, for that fight?
2: Uh, I mean, I don't think so because your body wouldn't look like that. <laughs> if, even yeah. if you did train, you know? Because like I'm training really hard and my body's naturally ch- like changing. So if you're training really hard, your body should just naturally change. Uh, but then again, if you're a big dude, I don't know. It, there's a lot to play a part in. it. Maybe his diet wasn't good. I don't know. And he did train. But then again, You don't see his, yeah. I don't
1: know. Yeah. I mean, if I see you come out to your fight like this.
2: Yeah, that's, yeah. (laughs) I don't know.
1: I don't know what style that is. That's, yeah.
2: Yeah. No, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: You talked about wanting to change your life. And in the intro, I I used a quote that I read about you, and it said that you wanted to, quote, uh, improve every aspect of your life. Mm hmm. What did that mean? Was it like, did you have weird stuff going on in your life? Or like, what did that, what does that refer to?
2: Um, you know, I wouldn't say it was uh, that quote when I said that it was for actually a, a news station uh, back home. Um, but, you know, I just think, you know, me joining the sport has just improved every aspect of my life. Okay. You know, before I, you know, after the TV show with Kylie Jenner, you know, I did gain a little bit of weight. Maybe I did lose a little bit of focus. Um, and you know, me joining this sport, you know, I've lost 55 pounds. I've, uh, you know, I've in the best shape of my life, you know, I've improved not only in boxing, but in the sp- outside of boxing with my health, with my mentality, with my maturity. And, uh, you know, that's, I, that's very big, you know, with just everything. So me joining this sport has really just changed my life and it, and it's changed a lot of things, you know, every aspect of my life. And, you know, I'm very happy at the end of the day and, uh,
1: so far so good. <laughs> nice man no your life is I mean it's it's nothing but bright things ahead in the future for you um what are you hoping uh what are you hoping for I know like obviously to turn pro and all that is there anything is there any like certain milestone or anyone that you'd really mm-hmm. like to meet anything like that
2: um uh, I mean me joining the sport I met a lot of people you know that are pretty big in the sport already big in the fight game uh who's the coolest know, per,
1: who's the coolest person you met like the, the, the nicest. You know, like the uh, person that you were like, oh, what the hell? This guy's great.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people might not like it, but I, uh, me and Rolly, uh, R- Rolly Romero, he, he's a good dude. You know, he's funny. We we got the opportunity to, you know, train together, same gym. And, you know, he's a good dude. And like for me to call him a friend, you know, it, it means a lot to me. That's awesome, so, man. And so and you... Yeah, I would say yeah.
1: All right. And who was the worst person you've met?
2: Uh, the worst <laughs> person? Uh, uh, I don't know. I know. Mean, I don't know. I usually everyone I usually met has either said, you know, had a conversation with me or have liked me. Yeah. So I all I can't right. complain. <laughs> all
1: right, all right. The uh, worst person I ever met was uh <laughs> Matt Hughes. Do you know Matt Hughes? The UFC legend?
2: Yeah, that name sounds very familiar.
1: Yeah, man. I I saw him at a signing and he like whereas all the other people Clay Guida, uh Randy Brown, uh, all, a whole bunch of guys they were always like so friendly and then when you yeah. got when you got in line to randy couture or sorry not randy couture uh matthews he's just like mm-hmm. hmm? name hmm. just passed you on so don't be like don't be like that when you're when you're super famous don't be, nah, like never, never. be yeah. nice to people and that's um, funny
2: because uh, i did just meet uh, some ufc legends too um, in the fight game that were very nice you know tito ortiz rampage and uh, frank mir they got the opportunity to uh well i got the opportunity to you know uh, meet them get to know them and they see me work out so i think that was just special i that was one of my that was like i think my first day here they were here in the gym filming for the reality tv show coming out
1: that's what i was gonna Uh, say because mm -hmm. trap gambino has a show coming out with them
2: yeah yeah no for sure and uh yeah that that's huge you know they they chose the gym you know city athletic and uh it was a, it was special. So it was cool learning from, you know, those legends. Nice,
1: man. And uh, what are you, what does your family say about this? Because I'm assuming you
2: moved to Vegas without your family, like you're on your own. Correct. Um, You know, I think ever since I joined this sport, you know, it's, it's a very lonely sport. Um, You know, you have to do what's best for you. You know, Um, I love my family. I'm very, uh, I'm very um, family based, family oriented, You know, I would always put my family first. But I think just me joining this sport, you know, you have to, I think you have to put yourself first just because, you know, you're the ones getting hit. You know, you never know what could happen. You know, you're getting hit in the head, you know, your brain, you know, a lot of things can happen, which I hope don't, you know, but that's just the sport, you know, that I chose to join. So, you know, me being out here by myself, you know, I've grown a lot, you know, I've matured a lot. I'm thinking about things I've never even really thought about, you know, for my future. You know, I'm thinking about, you know, just everything you know financial wise you know i'm being smarter you know um and i and i think this is the best move for me right now um just because you know i'm finally by myself you know uh and i'm maturing so much and i'm i wouldn't say i'm technically by myself well, i am by myself but you know I after my last fight i signed with a management team and they're they're out here in las vegas and la as well so um shout out to C N M. you know they uh sports they after i signed with them you know they're the ones that helped me get a championship trainer or champion trainer um you know be out here in las vegas so they made they made some stuff happen for me to be out here now but at the end of the day it's literally just me by myself yeah man
1: that's crazy. Yeah, no, that is good for you. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy for your success and that you're moving along and pursuing your mm-hmm. dream. Did you yeah. do, did you do martial arts as a young kid? Were you doing boxing as a young kid? Anything like that? Uh,
2: no, no, not at all. Uh, you know, I, I was a basketball player, so I did that all my life. You know, I was very athletic. Um, you know, I've always worked hard in anything I've tried to do. Um, so now me being boxing is, uh, it's like, it's fun. You know, I don't look at it as a job. I look at it, you know, I'm having fun every single day. I'm, uh, you know, I'm happy going into the gym. Like, I don't look at it as work. I don't look at it as stressful. Yeah, there's days that I'm tired, but, you know, I'm still here. I'm still pushing every single day.
1: Yeah, man. No, that's awesome. And let me give you – I'm going to put a photo up of one of the greatest boxers of all time.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Jake
1: Jake Paul. Yeah. Okay. Now, you're a guy that's coming in, and some people may say that you – may have jumped the line as well using your celebrity status to then get these celebrity boxing fights and then maybe go pro right like you kind of skipped ahead what do you think i know i'm i don't get mad at jake paul i think hey man he used he used his uh popularity and his social media to get his the doors open that he needed to what do you think about him what do you think about him and the way he's going about it
2: uh, I don't think he's doing anything wrong. You know, he. at the end of the day, we all have goals. We all have dreams that, you know, we dream of. And, you know, he's putting in the work. It shows, you know. He just knocked out, what, Tyrone Willey? He's a UFC champion, a striker. You yeah. Tyrone Willie should have beat him, you know. He should have beat him, and he didn't, you know. Um, but Jake Paul's doing a lot for the sport. He's bringing more attention, bringing more eyes. And, uh, you know, I got nothing bad to say about him because I like him. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I know. I like him too, man. I think, I think he's yeah. doing the right thing. I think, Hey man, you got to pick the right fights for you. And it, just like for uh-huh. yourself, you know, it's important to have a good management team and get yeah. the right fights to build you up. That's what you do in boxing, right? You, you take proper fights yeah. to build you up. Uh, what do you think his chances are against Anderson Silva? Uh,
2: I think he's going to win. Um, I think, you know, Anderson Silva, he's a good boxer. He's just knocked out, you know, who did he knock? He, um the legend's son, you know. What I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. they're two different fighters, you know. But uh, Anderson Silva, he's going to be a tough challenge. He's bigger, he's stronger, uh, he has more experience. But I think Jake Paul can do it.
1: Oh man, I don't know how my, I don't know how much money I'm going to bet on Jake Paul. If he's an underdog, yeah. I feel like I got to take it though. Junior, no. what do you got? You got Anderson or Jake Paul?
0: I'm really indifferent, man. Like I'd love to see Anderson <laughs> take it. I'd love to see him take it, but um yeah. It's not it's you just got the young Jake Paul that's it's and the the youth the youth is undeniable that's (laughs) right guy yeah uh,
1: yeah yeah the young hungry lion right like he just has it all going for him uh Albert I'm gonna put the photo up of your fights here if you're listening on audio only so there you are Albert Ochoa versus Carson Key what do we know about Carson Key has he fought before
2: uh, he's actually had a few more fights than me. Uh, a few uh, street fights too, as well. Um, you know, haven't I, uh, haven't
1: we all, Albert? I mean, what? yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was actually signed to uh, Soldier Boy, S O D M G. Has a few songs with him. Um, you know, I don't really know too much. I just know that you know basically that. But again, you know, I'm using him as a stepping stone. I mean, he says he's gonna knock me out. I don't think so. You know. Uh, you know, I'm just using him as a stepping stone. And then, you know, after this, you know, just go to the next fight. And the second and the next fight, you know, we have big fights lined up after this. You know, I'm very excited for the opportunities and uh, it's going to be good. I just got to get him out of the way, you know?
1: Exactly, man. And do you have a call out you're you're going to make? I'm...
2: The next card that I do want to get that is a big opportunity as long as I get him out of the way is for the KSI card. Um, you know, they, I don't know if you've seen it, they were on the, the zone. Um, yeah. you know, the professional fight, you know, it's in front of, you know, 30,000 people. Um, you know, they just broke, I think, pay-per-view top five sellers. Um,
1: is that the one and, where you fought two guys in the same night, right?
2: Yeah. He fought two guys in the same night. Um, <laughs> and believe it or not, like they reached out to me, uh, like me being like last week, like four or five days ago. And, uh, the fight didn't make sense. Um, so, you know, we had to politely turn it down, but you know, they're going to keep me in mind. And, you know, at this, as long as I get this next fight out of the way, uh, they should be calling again
1: yeah man and i'm really i'm really happy about that though that you turned down a fight and the reason i say that is because there's been a lot of talk lately about management and managers that just look out for themselves and they don't really mm-hmm. care about their athletes so much so the fact that you and your management team are saying no that's not the right fight for me that's good But it means that they're looking out for you
2: yeah you know uh for me and what i've learned and from you know working with these champions you know you and you know olympians um uh, you can't rush this sport. You know, a lot of people want to rush it. A lot of people would say, yeah, okay, let me do it. But, you know, once you lose and once you, you're not performing really well, no one's going to really want you. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's maybe. a short, it's a long sport if you do it right. And I want longevity in this sport. I don't see myself just doing one or two more fights. I see myself doing, you know, 10, 15 more fights and doing it the right way, you know, building my body, learning, you know, because I'm just starting and people rush this sport. And, you know, it shows when they get in that ring, when they're fighting someone Um, and yeah, so right now I'm just taking my time, you know, I'm having fun. And, uh, right now I'm just worried about October or next month, the next fight in Atlantic city. And then, uh, after that, you know, we'll see what happens.
1: Nice, man. That's awesome. Uh, before we let you go, what is something cool that, what is something cool that people don't know about you?
2: Uh, something cool. Uh, I don't know. I mean, for me, I'm just a laid back guy. You know, I like, I like being... For me, like, if, like, I just like being at home, you know, I like to chill, like watch movies. I'm a big movie guy.
1: All right. What are the, um, what, what's some of the last movies that you watched?
2: Believe it or not, I actually was seeing, a, last night I watched a No Strings Attached with Ashton Kutcher. A little okay. romantic <laughs> comedy right there. Um, but for me, it was a good movie, you know, and then I've seen Wedding Crashers. I don't know. For me, I was just, you know, I'm just training a lot. Um And, you know, I'm big on movies. You know, I didn't get to really watch TV growing up, you know, because, uh, My family was big, like, hey, you're not going to watch TV all day. So now that I'm a doll, you know, I can finally watch some TV. (laughs) Just uh, Binging
1: all the stuff that you didn't get to watch as a kid.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: All right, man. Junior, uh, before we let Albert go, is there anything that you wanted to ask him? Yeah. Oh,
0: I'm always curious about this question. So it's cool that I get to ask you. So I call this the uh, look, mama, I made it moment, which Uh is usually uh, a moment in a person's career where they're going to yell it from the rooftops or they're going to pick up their phone and say, Hey, look, mom, I finally made it. Have you encountered that? I finally made it moment yet. Or what do you envision that I finally made it moment looking like?
2: You know, that's a good question. You know, for me, uh, some people have said that already, you know, uh, for me, have I personally said that, you know, sometimes I don't give myself a lot, a lot of credit, you know, for what I'm doing and from where I'm at um, because, you know, I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at, but I'm just not satisfied. You know, I'm Mm not, I don't think I can ever be satisfied until, you know, it's just, it's just me, you know, I'm very happy with where I'm at, you know, for me to be in Las Vegas, for me to train, you know, living people, you know, living the dream, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say I have fully made it yet. Um, but then again, you know, compared to some people, they, they think that, um, but for me, I'm just not satisfied right now. I think I'll be more satisfied, you know, after I, uh, you know, just learn this sport more, you know, get some more fights, keep going, uh, push myself because I feel like I could push myself so much more than where I'm at. That's why right, I think right. I haven't fully said, look, you know, I've made it because I have so much more that I've seen for myself and my team has seen. Um, so until I see myself, you know, reach those, you know, just keep pushing myself, you know, like keep going. Then I think I can, you know, say that.
0: That's an awesome response. Very humble. too, that's really cool. Yeah. Thank yeah.
1: You. yeah. Albert, are you a robot? Your answers are too perfect. Have you been, (laughs) have you like, okay, in all honesty, there are certain guests that we've had on the podcast, specifically um, Ricky, uh, oh my goodness, I can't remember his name, the the winner of the Ultimate Fighter Jr., Ricky Tercios. Uh, Ricky Tercios. Uh He was so polished in the way that he would speak. And I saw it in a whole bunch of interviews, but specifically when he was on our podcast, so polished. You as well, very, very polished guy. You seem kind of like a quiet kid when I was looking at you on the reality show and stuff like that. Like you seem like you're kind of a quiet guy, but right now you're extremely professional, so well-spoken. Are you taking lessons to do this or is this just you now over time you're developing it?
2: Uh, No, this is just, you know, this is who I am. You know, I was like this, you know, when I was 17, you know, I, I remember, you know, being in high school by myself, you know, being alone. And, but at that time, you know, I didn't look at it like being alone. I looked at it like, why do I need to be around these people? why you know i'm maturing so much you know some people want to be around 100 people right for me i'd rather be around nobody you know because that's you could take that time to really develop and grow mentally and grow maturity and grow you know spiritually if you if you're into that and for me that i took that time to really just keep growing and now you know i'm still growing you know i'm still you know i'm still young i'm still just keep pushing and you know this is just who i am i want people to know who i am and I'm a laid back guy and you know, I'm just, uh, just want, I'm just eager to just keep going and just to grow and, you know, just to be successful. I
1: I don't know, man, you've got all the, all the things to become a star, your personality, the look, the skill, congratulations to you. I know people will kill me if I don't ask this Albert though, uh, for all the young ladies watching, Mm -hmm. are you, are you single?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, I am single, uh, you know, I've been in one relationship, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm still young. You know, sometimes I, you know, I would like that one person, you know, to come home to, but you know, when the time is right and when someone can understand my lifestyle and understand, you know, how busy this can, this sport can get and, you know, understand, you know, just my life, you know, with social media, with, you know, you know, doing stuff and, you know, this boxing world, you know, I need someone to fully understand everything. And if you can't really understand, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to, you know give your all to someone and you know for something to work out
1: yeah good man there's always time for love focus on your career focus on yourself but i will say i saw this photo on your instagram i'm just gonna show it but I, who is this who are you kissing here
2: <laughs> yeah that was a, that was a nice little fiction
1: <laughs> who who is that who is that doggy
2: <laughs> uh, i was in uh when i went back home it was a I went into a a store and the the girl was there and I was like, oh, "I like your dog." You know, the dog was cute. Oh, so okay, it was just take, a cute dog. I had to take a picture with the dog. So. It was
1: just a random. It was just a random. Yeah, All just right. a
2: little random. <laughs> yeah,
1: Al- Albert, it was so lovely to meet you, man. You're the coolest dude. Uh, when you are a boxing champion or as you progress in your career, we'll always be supporting. You. We'd love to have you back on the podcast one day for sure. And uh, before we let you go, anything you want to say to fans, friends, viewers, and listeners?
2: Yeah, um, you know, I think, you know, if you have a goal, if you have a dream, just keep pushing. You know, not everyone's going to understand, you know, and at the end of the day, you just need yourself to believe. If you don't believe in yourself, it's not going to work out. You know, once you do believe in yourself, things will change. And, uh, you know, and I've seen that and I've experienced that with myself. So, you know, just keep pushing. That's what I would recommend, you know, for the listeners and, you know, to fans back home or just in general.
1: Thanks buddy. Albert, that was yeah. awesome. I appreciate yeah. you so much, man. All the best to you in your career on October 15th. Everybody check out yeah. Albert Achoa, Albert King Achoa as he yeah. fights October 15th celebrity boxing. Thank you so much, Albert, and have oh, a wonderful yeah, thank day.
2: thank you guys. It was nice. It was a pleasure. Um have a great one and make sure to watch the fight October 15th.
1: We will, buddy. Take care, man. <laughs> take, all right,
2: take care. Bye.
1: All right. What a cool
0: what a cool guy. I wish I was I wish I had that mentality at that age.
1: I was like renting video games from Blockbuster at 22. <laughs> not doing crap all junior. Like this kid, man, what a nice guy. Not yeah. immature, not immature at all. You know, can you imagine 22 in Vegas living the life as a celebrity boxing. You got yeah. abs you got abs for days. You just walk down the street, you know what I mean?
0: that's uh i feel like that's the world of temptation especially for, yes. for someone that young. <laughs> I,
1: I mean crazy man but man guy was i was trying to throw him off his game i was trying to see if when i said who's the worst person you met if he'd be like yeah fuck this guy you know but no like <laughs> professional professional stuck with it yeah. uh what a good guy man i'm glad that we had him on the podcast really cool dude cool
0: guess really cool guess
1: Yeah, man, you know, and it's funny, because like I said, now you haven't seen it because I've recorded it, but it hasn't been released yet. But there is a a podcast, like I said, that we did with Brady Bunch, who's also fighting on the celebrity boxing card. Um, Again, very intellectual, very introspective, you know, thinking a lot about their future and where they're going to go with this and utilizing celebrity boxing, not as a friggin thing to put on their Instagram, Mm -hmm. doing doing it because they're saying, hey, I'm going to leverage my celebrity status to be able to get some profile fights and then move along in my career. So, I mean, good for these people to do that.
0: 100%. For sure.
1: If this podcast goes good, then I might be able to box someone. So let's, you know what I mean? Bring (laughs) it on. You just
0: need the right celebrity on the, uh, on the podcast. And then you can just call them out right then and there.
1: Yeah. Who's got a podcast in Toronto that dares compete with me, Junior? I will mess you up. Bring it on set it up I feel let's do like this i can
0: find you somebody
1: I'll, i will do, i will do it in a heartbeat sure. i will do it in a heartbeat i i will fight let's do this uh guys i don't know where these podcasts are going because i'm filming a bunch before my honeymoon uh so i'm gonna release them all in some sort of order but i believe probably the week following this episode it's going to be an unboxing video where i'm going to unbox all these bad boys my uh, oh, ufc I'm cards sorry. Boom, boom, prism, Don Russ, select whatever they are. But we're going to do some unboxing videos of these UFC cards. We're going to see what we pull. I'm going to be a millionaire at the end of this. I think so. I think so. That's the goal. junior uh friends of the podcast update again because this is happening later on I don't know what's going on but I do know on October 15th we should be watching Albert Ochoa and Brady Bunch in celebrity boxing so please do that guys those are two of our good friends uh Rage Works Podcast Network we are now on the Rage Works Podcast Network at rageworksnetwork.com that's a network out of the New York US um, a whole bunch of different cool podcasts that you can see there so you'll see us there but you'll see a whole bunch of cool podcasts go check them out rageworksnetwork.com junior what kind of wrestling fan were you growing up WWE WWF
0: uh like the the kind who would have an organized league in the yard during recess during grade <laughs> 6 like <laughs> like that kind so like serious serious oh like die hard die hard
1: <laughs> okay. Um did you ever go to bars to watch Royal Rumble?
0: No, I haven't actually I've never really? had experience.
1: Oh man, that was the best. So growing up, growing up, uh going to a bar to watch Royal Rumble. And back in the day, you, well, I guess it's even now. Like you don't know who's gonna be in the Royal Rumble. You don't know every entrant, you don't know the order that they're gonna come in, right? Mm-hmm. And so we'd mm-hmm. be at the bar and then you're watching Royal Rumble. And then the countdown would come at three, two, one. And the whole bar is screaming it. And then the music would play, right? And you know who it is based on their their theme song. Yeah. And they would come down, we'd be screaming and cheering. Like, it was such a cool event. You know, Royal Rumble, always the best pay-per-view of the year, I think. I'd always thought that was the best WWF pay-per-view of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is someone online and they're on Twitter, and I just found this person, but they have a pretty cool account. It gets a little sexual at times, but that's okay. Uh, At UFC Shosh, S-H-O-S-H. She posted, the UFC should do mystery fights where you don't know who's fighting till the walkout. Junior, thoughts, comments on that?
0: It's funny you show that because I actually commented on that. on uh, on a friend of ours uh, a fellow page of ours had posted that
1: hold on uh, let me just say one little thing yeah that page you're talking about stole her tweet retweeted (sighs) it himself under his own account and made it look like it was his tweet these people god damn it okay anyway all right (laughs) aside from that okay go
0: so i i laughed and i commented you know what why stop there we should it up to to all genders and all weight classes because it's 2022 and it's about inclusivity and equality and yeah. i think you got a lot of likes <laughs> I, I, <laughs> um obviously practically that's not going to work uh yeah wait and it's, wait your
1: wait your version or or shosh's uh both both is not going to work why, wait hold on that. why won't it work
0: I feel like in this sport, especially in a sport where uh, you could potentially die in the ring, you want to make sure that your skill set is tailored to the person you're going to fight. And if you don't know who that person is going to fight, if you've been training for a striker and all of a sudden you get Khabib, like (laughs) it's not going to be like a fun night per se.
1: Okay. (laughs) So I (laughs) feel like it would be fun for Khabib, but yeah, of course. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I believe, okay, I believe that the fighter knows who they're going to fight. Oh, okay. I think it's the fans that don't know. That's how I would take this. If I was going to run this, and I do. So UFC, Dana White, I know Dana White watches this podcast a lot. So yeah. Dana White, you're going to do a pay-per-view where you don't tell the fans any of the fighters. The posters are just Not even silhouettes, because I don't even want to guess. It's just a blank poster that says, you know, UFC 300. Nobody knows the fights on the card. The fighters know who they're matched up against, but we don't know till they come out. Greatest pay-per-view of all time.
0: (laughs) I I still don't like it.
1: (laughs) Why? Why don't you like it? Because you can't
0: bet? So, okay, so now we have the situation where I'm going, I paid for a ticket. So unless it's at the Apex, I paid for a ticket. No, okay, hold on. I'm going
1: to, hold on. I'm going to break in again. Okay. We got to burn the Apex down. Okay. Can we just burn that piece of garbage down? (laughs) I don't want any freaking cars in the Apex. It's the stupidest thing. God damn it. I hate it, but okay. No, it's not in the Apex. It's in a real arena.
0: All right. So imagine that's the case. I paid my three hundred ticket of three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars to sit really close, and then Dana comes out and he says, "In our main event, we have a guy from the Contender series taking facing uh I don't know um who's who's retired like, Cowboy Cerrone." Uh, and even that's too much hype. I'm expecting like something
1: even worse. Than no, that. no, no, no. Okay, hold just on. Like oh well,
0: like you know. No, dude. Give me your money now. <laughs>
1: No, no, he's not gonna do that. If the UFC does this, it's gonna be like monster fights. It's gonna be fights that you dreamt of. It's gonna be Patty the Batty versus uh, Islam Makachev, or you know, it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be uh, Francis Ngannou versus Cyril Gaon. It's gonna be uh, tri- the return of Triple C. It's gonna be you know Jermaine versus Yawn Three. It's gonna be crazy fights. Okay. No, no, no. You got to believe it's going to be just money fight after money fight.
0: All right. So then if it was redefined and I somehow got to see the potential fighters. No, you don't get
1: nothing. Up,
0: nothing at all?
1: You get okay, nothing.
0: Because like, yes, <laughs> I know there's a lot of top tenors out there and I still don't know their names. I can't imagine like that's
1: that's no potentially no no what's going
0: to happen. But hey, if it's going to be money, if it's going to be like, yeah, we know you want this stuff, then. It could could be fun. It could be a lot of fun, and I'm going to leave it at
1: that. And then, hold on, Dana White, don't worry. I got you covered, buddy. Because people will go to the airport, right? And they'll be like, oh, I saw Justin Gaethje come in, so he's fighting. What the UFC does is they pay for other fighters to come in and fly in as well. So that way, Mm -hmm. even if you're at the airport, you don't friggin' know who it is because, wait. Gechi just came in, Dustin Poirier came in, Triple C came in, Al Jermaine Sterling came in, Peter Young, like, you don't know. You're like, well, hold on, I can't even, and even if I do, there's so many, I wouldn't know how they would match up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm telling you, man, this is the greatest friggin' idea. I feel like this is, they got to do it. And this it's,
0: would be like a once per year thing, right? Oh, like, this Oh, be a man. Like, format.
1: You know what? If you could do a once per year, that would be pretty kick ass too.
0: Okay. You know? I think that would, that would be like, okay, cool. Cause I can't imagine flying all these people out like continuously just to keep the ruse up.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. And then you, I mean, you could do it in Vegas where there's just yeah. tons of people in Vegas all the time yeah. or like, you know, or even in Florida, like those big cities where you've got ATT and, and goat shed and all the, all the gyms. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like it, man. I think that that's a genius idea. So shout out again to at UFC Shoss S H O S H. Um, Good idea. It got a lot of traction. I think someone talked about it on Ariel Halwani's show. I think it was um the gentleman that runs uh boxing. The guy that runs Showtime Boxing or whatever. One of the guys. Okay. Eddie Hearn. Eddie Hearn is that no, I don't know his okay. name. Anyways, the boxing guy. Sure. Yeah. The guy that the guy, the guy that's running the Jake Paul stuff. He was the promoter there for Showtime or whatever it is. Anyways, who cares? Okay, anyways. Whatever. (laughs) Anyways, but that guy was talking about it and he was like, I don't know. I like this idea blah, blah. So I think that's a good thing, man. I think think we should do that. We should uh, do a little Royal Rumble version of uh, UFC. All right. Junior, your shirt.
0: Yeah. It's a
1: Venom. It's a Venom shirt. It's red, but this is not post Reebok Venom. What the hell is this shirt?
0: So this is the um the ultimate fighter shirt that Aldo's team wore uh during I'm pretty sure is Aldo versus McGregor. And uh oh. I had bought this like way before Reebok. Um and this I bought this out of a promo that UFC had, and surprisingly, it's my longest lasting shirt. <laughs> it's still <laughs> in good
1: condition. But yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, as you can see, there's like the uh it's the, like logo. the logo oh
1: okay yeah, yeah on the
0: back which i'd love to turn around but i wouldn't want to reveal what's behind me okay. um <laughs> right, running down the spine is the team aldo logo and nice. i'm sure if you guys were to google it and see what it is wearing it's, it's the exact same shirt
1: yeah yeah that's cool man yeah. uh and timely maybe not so timely now because where i'm gonna i'm gonna release this podcast in a few weeks yeah, but I- as of recording this just a few days ago, Jose Aldo officially announced his retirement from MMA. hmm Did you know about that? I did. I of did. course you, of course you do.
0: It is all the news. Like, how could I not know?
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, so Jose Aldo retires from MMA. But beyond that was very interesting because obviously if you retire from MMA, it's like, okay, cool, you retire, but are you still under contract? Mm-hmm. And it was interesting to see that there was a post that said, and I'm putting something up here from, um, hold on, let me get rid of this banner here. This was from MMAfighting.com. It said, retires from MMA, released from UFC contract. So MMA fighting confirmed that Aldo's retirement and release from his UFC contract with one belt remaining, meaning that he's free to pursue an off discussed move to boxing or other combat sports. And then I when I read the article, it said it just simply said that his management negotiated a release from his contract. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was interesting because that is not normally the case. Normally, normally, Uncle Dana will not just release you once you retire. Yeah, that's that's why first. <laughs> yeah, right. Or he'll he'll yeah, he'll he'll let you get murdered a few times before. But like that's why GSP, right? GSP was still under contract. That's why when he, you know, if he ever wanted to do anything, he always had to come back. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. you kind of get locked in these contracts if you don't fight them out. But Aldo, you know, we're talking about good management for Alberta Choa, but hey, kudos to Aldo's uh, management yeah. that they get they get him negotiated out. Now he could have easily fought one more time. The dude was in great shape. Mm-hmm. And he had he beat stupid wrestle fuck marab,
0: yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm
1: sure, I'm sure he would have fought again, possibly even for the title. So, uh, what do you think about Jose Aldo's retirement? Happy, sad, hopeful?
0: Um, I'm like, I'm a huge Aldo fan, as you can see, and um, <laughs> I, I, I love the guy, and I think. I think fighters reach a certain point in their career where there's like, there's not much left for you to prove. yeah. And we understand that this career not only has very daunting side effects physically, but also mentally. So you see a lot of young dudes like jumping out super early. So although being 35, I believe, um, multi multi-titles he's a legend he's a king of rio people are saying that he's a goat of brazil um
1: goat of brazil like,
0: yeah he's the goat
1: is... he could be the goat of goats
0: goats of goats i know he's goat but then there's a sidetrack i know there's a whole conversation about who's more goat between aldo and and silva but that's for another podcast
1: mm. um
0: Point being is, um, I think he hasn't. He doesn't have much to prove, and I think losing to Mirab kind of deflated his his uh, his excitement about moving to the top. Because now he's got to go. It's going to be a roller coaster for him, and he's like, I've I've done this already. So I could imagine that's probably why he stepped away. And I and seeing a photo of, I'm not sure if you were going to discuss it, but he had his uh, he had a child not too long ago.
1: Yes, I believe uh, so. Right around yep. the
0: same announcement. So everything kind of just lined up perfectly in order for him to say, yeah, I'm okay. I'm content.
1: Yeah. He actually just had a birthday on September 9th. So he's 36 years old, which is young, right? He's still mm-hmm. young, but it's just that he's had wars and he's just been around, done it all. Um, 31 wins, eight losses. He was on a three fight win streak before that one loss. Prior to that, he was on a three fight losing streak, which was tough to watch. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess when you look at his recents, he has one, two, three, five wins in his last 11. So it was a tough run at the end, right? So you think, you know, six of his lo- six of his eight losses were just in his last 11 fights. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, yeah he was definitely on that. He was definitely on that trend. But with that three fight win streak, was he was getting there um yeah man he's a great dude wish him all the best do you want to see him anywhere else though Uh, like would you would you would you care if he boxed
0: you know what no um i'm not sure who he'd box i'd be curious to see who they put in front of aldo um but no i think i'm pretty content if he wanted to all of a sudden pick up soccer i heard he was a like he was the man in soccer. So it'd be pretty cool to see him launch a soccer ball over the, <laughs> over the goalposts a few times, bring back some of those, all those soccer kicks. Yeah. But, uh, I think I'm pretty content. I feel like anything else would kind of be a downgrade for him, like any other league I could possibly think of. Yeah.
1: yeah, I, yeah, I agree, man. I think it's tough to watch him do anything else. You know, if he goes into boxing, then loses, I definitely don't want to see that, Mm-hmm. So just enjoy life, you know, hopefully you've done well, hopefully you've saved money, you've you've planned for your future. Well, I mean, look, the guy's a massive name, he could go around and do seminars around the world for the rest of his life and probably make more money than you and I put together. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, until this podcast makes it huge, and until your page makes it huge. But you know, it, it's, yeah, I think he should, you know, enjoy it and go off. The only thing that worries me is about how they say, oh, but he negotiated out of the contract. Which means either he's he's very f- forward thinking and thinking like, hey, if I ever want to do anything, at least this gives me the out. Or he's already got something in his mind and he goes, well, this is what I'm going to do.
0: Mm. But yeah. we'll see. Yeah, for sure. I thought negotiating out of your contract means like, I don't have to come back. Which, no, that's what uh, I No, That's what I mean. Yeah, so he right. so
1: I think he had one fight left on his contract and they were able to then just dismiss it like just oh, OK,
0: I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So rather than have to fulfill that last one, they said, no, OK, we'll just we're going to rip up the contract now. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what they've allowed him to do.
0: Well, good. He should be able to do it. He's Jose <laughs> fucking Aldo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He deserves it, God damn it, <laughs> He deserves yeah. it, right, for sure. Uh,
1: let's see. What else do we got today? I think that's it for the podcast because, like I like I said, I don't know where this is going to land, so I can't really talk about any future cards um, or, like, whatever card is coming up this weekend. But mm-hmm. I will ask you one last thing before we go. Are you a fan? <laughs> I don't want you to get in trouble here. Is your fiancé around? Uh, are you a fan? Are are you a fan of cards where the main event are is a female fight, or does that automatically get you angry?
0: No, I I love it. I love the I love when they're able to do it. Um, but usually for me, it's an indicator that the card is so is also oh solid as well. Uh, if we're talking about the next card that's coming up per <laughs> per se, then then I don't know if that's the best main event, but uh, okay. Anytime...
1: So, so to be fair, we're talking. You're talking about Dern versus Yon, correct? And then there's um, also Arujo Araujo versus Grasso,
0: which is actually even more interesting of a main event. Interesting in the sense that they made that in a main event. Um, yeah.
1: So you're being I, polite. Yeah.
0: I'm being yeah. Sure, you can call it that. <laughs> but uh, honestly. Go- it's hard for me to say I don't like it cuz when if Valentina's fighting or Amanda Nunes is fighting or even if Rose is fighting or now we got Whaley or even if Carla fights How dare you? How Honestly, dare you? Even if the even if Carla fights cuz I've always been a Carla fan. I know that fight was lackluster but even if it's those people with the with the main event spot like I'm down it, it, I am so not gender biased when it comes to the main yeah.
1: event. Yeah, me too. Uh, I feel like I do have to say this though: the views and opinions expressed by the co-host Junior nice. from cool. M- cool. MMA Social Squad do not awesome. reflect the views and opinions of Fight and Sight Podcast. Sweet. I don't need Sweet. people unfollowing me because they think that I want Carla Esparza <laughs> as a main event. I love Carla Esparza, but you cannot put her on as main event for the next. Five years, like she'd have to put on so many good performances for, for the UFC to risk her doing that again, even Rose, like in all honesty, like her and Rose, I feel like when you put on a performance like that, the UFC will just be like, I cannot risk that again. Like you cannot be the main event and just have booze throughout the arena. Right. I don't know. That's a tough one. But in my opinion, I yeah, I don't mind female uh, main events. I do think those two main events that we're talking about are are interesting. Of course, by the time this airs, maybe they'll both have gone and been fight of the year contenders. Mm-hmm. But who, that who
0: knows, right? Yeah. But that's like, what that's... happens in this
1: sport, right? You never know what fight is going to come out and be the goddamn greatest fight in the world, right?
0: And on top of that, women have a much higher tolerance for pain. And that's why you see these scraps turn into like bloody wars and they keep going. Uh, it's 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 nuts. And they don't say stop, like, unless they're getting tapped out, they can have a gashing gut cut down the middle of their face and they keep going. So for that reason, also, uh, like, I really enjoy women's matches, because they, they go out and we're out of the era of uh, rabbit punching. <laughs> yeah. People yeah, are yeah. legit like throwing the one-twos with the head kicks. So it's even more exciting.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. For the <laughs> longest time, straw, you know, women's straw fights, there were no finishes. And then all of a right. sudden in came Joanna and everybody that followed Joanna and then all of a sudden the finishes and the knockouts and like and it just got crazy. I will say, you know, when we think about fights that you think, wait, who is this guy or who 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 are these people? Is this gonna be a good fight? I just tell people now, as of August 13th, 2022, I just always will point to that Nate the Train Landwehr fight against yeah. uh, David Onama, mm-hmm. which to me is the fight of the year. Like that fight was insanity and two guys that I had no clue who the hell those guys were,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? And so that, that, that fight to me shows that like, hey, anybody at the UFC level can put on the goddamn greatest fight of the year and you just never know so it happens man like you get some crazy things will happen in, in this sport right so and especially at the ufc level
0: yeah for sure okay.
1: uh all right my friend this is going to be a good podcast for people to kind of get to know albert ochoa You know, celebrity boxing, you know, this is Fight Insight podcast. We talk about combat sports all around the world. Doesn't always have to be MMA. So that's why we had some celebrity boxers in the last couple episodes. But Mm -hmm. I hope you like it. Hope you join. Hope you follow. If you want to follow Junior's page, Junior, where do people find you?
0: They can find me on Instagram. I'm at MMA Social Squad.
1: There you go. It's on the screen right there at MMA Social Squad. Check them out. They do crazy good art, man. You're always putting on good work. You're doing good stuff unique and original stuff great content so follow you you also do the head-to-head challenges i don't think we said yeah. that on your last thing you got to follow at mma social squad because <laughs> the weekend of a fight they do head-to-head challenges and you pick the winners and you do a nice thing at the end that shows who came in first second third place i haven't been on the leaderboards in forever You thank you thank you <laughs> i just gotta i just gotta make my picks and then reverse them all and I'll yeah, be friggin' yeah. and I'll be golden, uh, guys. Thank you for joining the show. Thanks for joining the podcast. Right around now, you're gonna start to see a bunch of uh, other of our episodes that you can click on. These are gonna be some good ones that I'll put up there. And uh, Junior, it's been a blast, my friend. Thank you so much for joining the show again.
0: Hey, yeah, my pleasure, my pleasure. It's, it's been great.
1: All yeah. right, see ya, buddy.